and gentlemen. It's your Saturday morning sports filler. Iron Woman, Candace Warner, Racing Royalty, Richard Friedman, and armchair expert, Brendan Anakin. Lamb's dead set legends. Welcome back. Welcome to the podcast. Everyone up and about in it. You'll hear why Richard Friedman hates that so much in the podcast. Do you know what? I didn't think I'd say this, but I'm actually happy for you, Brendo. You're, you're, in, your pan- <laughs> Thank you're you. in your Panthers top yeah. and it's, I know what it's like when your team makes a grand final, you more than me, because this is the mm. fourth grand final in a row. Don't I know. But mm. isn't it a great feeling? It's the best feeling, and really. it's a long weekend. It just, it just have is you, the best. Have you forgotten that at the beginning of this season, mm. said Brendan mm. wanted to uh, switch teams? Never wanted to switch teams. Uh, 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 you wrote your team off. Dolphins, I do believe. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just getting behind the Dolphins. Yeah, until you did. the new franchise, until they started sliding down the line. <laughs> And then Penrith made a huge resurgence. Yes. Because I did write them off after that World Club Challenge, which yeah. was yeah. before the season even yeah. started. Your, your loyalty, you know, yes. ebbs and flows. Yes, it was unwise. It wasn't prudent of me to do that. <laughs> anyway, well done, Penrith. You know, when I started getting excited, because um, grand final week, usually up until Wednesday, I'm just like, I'm pretty cool, I'm calm, I'm collected, you know, much like the players. How, and how do you know this? And, and then, this is what I do in grand final week. You would have seen me the last well, uh, four years. Yeah. <laughs> I went down to NRL FanFest um, to see the, the players get presented. They did it quite well. So they had Brandy interviewing the Panthers players. They had Gordy interviewing the Broncos Was that a work players. commitment or you went because you're a fan? I got off air. I jumped on the light rail. I went down to Circular Key. I came back. It was no way a work That's commitment. That's cute. Did anyone fun. mention the Dolphins while uh, you were there when no. they saw you? Well, I wanted to go support Luke Garner. Our, our, he came on the show this, uh, uh, he this year. He should get a sponsorship from Garnier. Uh, yes, he should. I mean, they're His completely different names. Yeah. I mean, they're different names, but yeah, yeah but why not? His name's Garner. He's got beautiful yeah, hair. <laughs> and my wife works with my wife works with Jack Cogger's partner. Okay. So I feel like we're, you know, we're friends. Tight. Yeah. We're pretty tight. So you'll probably go to Mad Monday. <laughs> but when I got excited, like they started presenting the teams, mm. no handshakes, like proper animosity. Stop laughing at me. I'm getting very Jeez. passionate. <laughs> this is just... Proper animosity. I, I was like... I was, I was excited. The boys are on. Yeah, the boys are on here. Really? Yeah. Okay. I can get excited at 32 years yeah, old. Yeah, grand final. It's okay. cute. Thank you. Yes, I love it. So what are I'm we so doing excited. for the long weekend? I'm heading off to Coolangatta. Oh, must be oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, for you. nice for some. Yeah, take the kids up there for a few days. I'll be working. I am uh, get going. Get the violin out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I managed to wrangle a box at the grand final. Oh, oh did you? How yeah. did you sort Listen, of I was happy to wrangle? I was happy to watch at home, and I mentioned that to. Why wouldn't you sit out in the public? Just gen- general admission. Man of the people? Uh, yeah. Well, I am usually a man because of the people. Because he'd have to sit with the Penrith fans. I just he doesn't thought, want to do that. I just thought after the Dolphins conundrum. Yeah. I just thought after, you know, 35 degrees, I don't have hair anymore. Hey, okay. you can't wear a hat. Yeah, There'll be no true. call for the afternoon grand final when it's 36 degrees. On, what bunny, about that? The Bunnies are in the grand final. Uh, technically. Yeah. Well, they won the New South Wales That's Cup it. grand final. Yes. Well done to them. They beat North 22-18 last week. Anyway, anyway, back to your story. Who are they? No, I finished. Who are they Who are they playing in the Interstate Challenge? Uh, East, Brisbane Tigers. Are they? Yes, they are. Or are they the Brisbane Bears? Nope. Oh, no, it's Burley Bears. Yeah, yep. no, it's, it's Brisbane the Tigers. Brisbane Tigers. Yeah. Okay. They changed from Easts. Right. Mm. Okay. That's probably wrapped up uh, naturally the podcast intro. <laughs> yep. Now, if I can just drag it down a notch or two. What's wrong? You know, 
It's coming up. Oh, it's the rest of the 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, really quickly before we go, uh, we need winner, margin, Clive Churchill medalist. Ooh, that's not quick. Go to Richard first because I've got to think about this. Winner, margin and Clive Churchill. Winner will be Penrith. Mm-hmm. Margin will be, I reckon, about, it'll blow out late. Uh, I reckon it'll get to about 14. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Clive, oh, I reckon, um, well, I, it, it has to be the halfback because he'll direct the game. Very interesting. Candice? All right. Broncos, eight. Reynolds. Sorry. Broncos will win by no, eight. I heard you. And it's I Reynolds. It's mm, very upsetting. Yeah. I didn't know you. <laughs> Because you're going for Collingwood in the in the AFL too. Yeah, I, they, they're disgusting picks. They're really, really they are. They're really disgusting picks. They really well, are. If you didn't want to hear what I had to say, don't ask. No, no, me. we yeah. wanted to hear it. It's just disgusting. You know, okay. I just I just don't like hearing it. All right, Penrith. The score will be twenty four to twelve. The Clive Churchill medalist will be Isaiah Yo. My reasoning being Cleary won, uh, Edwards won, so they're going to be looking at the forwards. And if Brisbane win, which they won't, Pat Carrigan will win the Clive Churchill medal. Okay. All right. All right. About that. You, you said that first. with some real authority. I know. You can actually leave because I'm sick of looking at you after that. <laughs> <laughs> but enjoy cool and gutter. Yeah. Have fun. All right. We'll see you next week. See you guys. See ya. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Oh my God, I am amped. I am amped. It's grand final weekend. You're getting this sort of intensity all day on the show. How are you? You well? Too much coffee, you. That's good. I'm a bit revved up, actually. <laughs> three in a row. We're going for three in a row. You just settle down, all right? I can't. I've had nine coffees. <laughs> Something happened on the way to work this morning yeah. and I'm, I can't let it go. Right. So I stopped at the lights at a really busy intersection and a gentleman was walking his dog. Prior to me stopping, his dog did a big dump on the footpath. Right. Footpath? Not the even fo- the grass. Right in the middle of the footpath, okay. right? He didn't do he the didn't, look away, did he? No. He looked at me, he smiled, and he kept walking. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh. He, had a, a, he taunted you. What he, a vlog. No, he didn't even pick the poo up. Is this the dog he or the man? He did not man? pick the poo up in the middle of this footpath. And he <laughs> the had, dog did the poo. He had yeah. okay. <laughs> one of the green poo bags on his lead and he just And didn't use it. it. He didn't. And this was a big... Poo in a big intersection, and he just looked at can me, you, smiled. Can you give us some scale on that? Can you? Yeah. Size of an iPhone, and and high. It and high. But, it, but <laughs> length and up. height of an iPhone. Unbelievable. Oh, I just sort of think I'm outraged. It's by It's disgraceful. Pick it's, it up. It's it's antisocial, and to think he looked you straight in the it's eye wrong. and yep. smiled at you. Maybe he recognised you. He was so dazzled that he forgot. I don't think he likes me. Oh. Oh, this guy? You, you know, know this guy? guy? No, 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 no. I don't know him. I just, anyway. Okay. Right. Oh, the there. big subject's covered here. We, we've started the day talking about crap, so I can only go up from here. <laughs> uh, it is NRL Grand bet. Final what Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> For both codes, uh, AFL previewed by the great Jude Bolton uh, after 11 o'clock and Petro Sivanaceva on the way oh, to preview, yes. uh, preview the NRL. Of course, he Love played Petro. for both uh, Penrith and the Broncos. I wonder where his allegiances lay. Oh, I lie. very much wonder. Very much wonder. We'll get to him very shortly. Hey, this is good fun today down at Bondi Beach. 12.30 uh, this afternoon, NRL Beach Touch. Some of the names getting around in this, guys. You've got Aaron Woods. Yep. All right, Woodsy, Triple M's own. Jeez. If you thought he was slow on the turf, oh, wait till you see him on the sand. At least he'd be going in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Reynolds down there. Jamie Frassard from the uh, NRLW. Do you got... know who I'm looking forward to who? seeing? 
because I know how hard it is to run on soft sand. Yeah. Mark Turkey. Mark Turkey's there. <laughs> oh, I was wow. leading up to Mark Turkey. Former crusher. Uh, is getting around. Two, Tuves is going down there. Jeff Tuves is there. Tim Brasher is wow. there. And if you're in the area now, between 10 and 11 o'clock, so right now, there'll be a League Star Clinic for Kids. So how good's that? Get around it. NRL Beach Touch. That's, that's Bondi Beach, 1230. That's a great idea. Isn't it good? Yeah. Make sure you go and get plenty of selfies with Woodsy. He loves them. Do they, they play in their, in, their, in their budgie smugglers? Or? I hope not Woodsy. <laughs> I hope not, would you? Imagine the chafe. Yeah, I know. Mark, T- I want to see Mark Tuhi getting around in his budgies, though. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. If, if he does, then Woods, he must do it. He'll follow suit. Yeah. Absolutely, he will. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. The mighty Penrith Panthers doing battle with the Brisbane Broncos in this year's NRL Grand Final. You can hear it tomorrow on Triple M and the Listener app. Uh, coverage from midday. This man played for both clubs. Very interested to hear which way he's leaning. The great Petro Sivanasiva joins us. Morning, mate. Good morning. How are you, Petro? It's great to talk with you. Um, today, well, tomorrow's match is... Fantastic is going to be great. Obviously, Penrith are the, the hot favourites. They have been the best all year. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, it's been amazing uh, the run that they've had in, in featuring in grand finals, uh, fourth grand final appearance, going for three wins in a row, which, which is an almighty effort. Uh, I think when you compare them to you know some of those great NRL teams of the past, they're certainly up there. So a lot to play for for uh, for the Penrith Panthers. Petro, what are some of the key um, matchups that you're really looking forward to? Yeah, look, I think right across the park, you know, you look at it positionally uh, right from the fullbacks. I mean, you've got Dylan Edwards, uh, who was uh, you know, the player of the match in the last year's grand final, uh, up against this dynamo, Reese Wash, who's uh, been in electric form. Really looking forward to uh, seeing those two go at it. But then, you know, you look at the forward packs, uh, Payne Huss, Tommy Flegler, Paddy Carrigan, been in great form. Uh, up against James Fisher-Harris, Isaiah Yo, and uh, Moses Leota, who was uh, the difference, I reckon, in last year's grand final. Mm. So the four packs will then cancel each other out. I think it's going to be uh, an almighty battle in the middle. And then, obviously, uh, your two great halves um, in um, uh, Reynolds uh, uh, oh. up against Cleary. So, yeah, if you look at these matchups, and it's just going to be one hell of a game. I, I can't wait. What's more of an asset, do you reckon, in this game, Petro? Would you rather Penrith's defence or Brisbane's attack? Yeah, look, I, I, I think Penrith have just got that, that kind of game where if you're off 1% or 2%, they can blow you off the park. Mm. I mean, they can put points on you you know, in quick succession, so it's really important. I think defensively, Broncos have been very good. It's been one of their great strengths all year. So I think if they can have that rushing defence speed off the line, really unsettled Cleary, that's the way they're going to be able to knock off these champions in, in this Penrith Panthers outfit. Uh, so, go on. <laughs> there's so many superstars across the park. You mentioned just a few earlier. Who's your pick for the Clive Churchill medal? Yeah, look, uh, there's been. I'm, I'm leaning towards the, the Broncos, as you probably can tell, but oh. I, I'm leaning to Adam Reynolds. Because uh, it's all, all on the back of him. I mean, uh, since he's uh, uh, you know, coming to the Broncos, um, the way he's led this Broncos outfit, um, his great grand final experience with the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, you know, he's, he's been an amazing player for us. So I, I think, you know, if Broncos are going to get the job done, it's going to be from him leading the way. You mentioned that you only have to be off 1% or 2% and you can lose a grand final. Where do those 1% and 2%, where are they likely to come from if you're off? What are the critical things that that will make the difference? 
I think, you know, when you're talking about a side like Penrith, um, I think, you know, defensively, if you're off, this is where I think, you know, a real danger signs for the Broncos. If, you know, they don't have that line speed. They don't have that aggression that they've been bringing in these last few weeks. Um, this is where I can really turn and really can hurt you. So I think um, that'll be the real focus for, for Kevin Walters, is just ensuring that, that uh, the Broncos team uh, just maintain the rage for the 80 minutes. They've and, really got to get up in the faces. And if the, the Penrith are great at, at getting the fast play the ball too and getting that roll on, how, how do you stop that? Are you, is well, that, that's also the Broncos. I mean, Well, they're both good at it, mm. but I, I think Penrith are probably the kings of it. You know, maybe I'm yeah. wrong. But how do you stop it? Yeah, you, you really, you know, I guess, getting numbers in the tackle and just trying to slow their, 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 their quick plays down. And I think if you're able to do that, you've got to unsettle the Panthers. You really have to. And that's the only way you can do it. Otherwise, if you don't, um, you know, Penrith have, have got the firepower. They can hurt you from anywhere. So um, I, I just think defensively the Broncos are going to have to be on song. And if they can do that, numbers and tackles, try and slow their play the balls down, take away time and space from, uh, from Nathan Cleary, um, that, that's going to be the way to win it. All right, Petro's with the Broncos. Boo, he's Clive Churchill. Medalist <laughs> is Adam Reynolds. What's the score? Is it a real tight one, or you reckon the Broncos are, are coming to play? Yeah, look, I reckon it'll be a tight one. I reckon uh, Broncos by six. Okay, that's all right. I must thank you for your, Listen, I'm a big Penrith Panthers fan. You gave me a lot of great times as a kid. Uh, so I must thank you for your service. I thank all, all former Panthers players from oh, Trevor Gilmeister to Ryan no. Girdler. Thank you. thank you for your service, Petro. Yeah, that's, that's appalling. No, thank you very much. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Great, man. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Petro. Cheers, thanks. Thank you. Bye. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Candace thought we were about to launch into some Destiny's Child there when she heard the I guitar. Was, I was pumped. I yes. was like, I'm going to have a little dance in they, studio. They sampled that. You heard of Fleetwood Mac? Of course I've heard of Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> no. Okay. Dead, Dead Set Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Uh, the NRL Integrity Unit's been made aware of an incident involving Broncos fullback Reese Walsh, uh, who responded to a teenager's sledge at Thursday's NRL Fan Fest. Have you seen this? No, uh, heard did, this. I did. Did see it on the news. So apparently a teenager, a Penrith fan in, in a Penrith jersey, has gone, Moses Leota's going to take your head off. Okay. Oh, nice. And so uh, Reese Walsh has responded with this witty retort. I'll take your mum's. I'll take your mum's. Right. Mm. Not his best. Not his no, best. No. Some no. people are good with the witty repartee. Some not so much. No. I think uh, this is just the start of what's going to happen on Sunday. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Reese Walsh is he's young. He's a very good player, but it seems to be quite easy to get under his skin. And I think Jerome Luai is going, we saw that at Origin, and I think Panthers will definitely target him and target that element, um, unfortunately. So hopefully he can, he he needs to learn how to deal with this a a little bit better. He is going to be the face of the NRL in in, in the not too distant future. Correct. Uh, he's an incredible player. He he looks good. He's got he's the full package. Mm. See, I but think you the, can't be acting like that. No, I think the Panthers should bring on the sledging coach. <laughs> um, I'm nominating Woodsy. Hundred percent. He would be one of the great sledges. One of the great sledges. Known to get under Reese Walsh's yes, skin in the particularly past. Particularly Reese Walsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll keep that off air. <laughs> but um, but I, as a Panthers fan, I saw that. I was like, you beauty. 
He's rattled already by a teenager on Thursday before the grand yeah. final. How good. You know, you just run out and say, oh, my mama says hi. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, very quickly, let's go over to the NFL. This is a moral conundrum I'd like you to solve. The Miami Dolphins, they scored the most points in a game since 1966 last weekend, okay? They beat the Denver Broncos 70 to 20. Wow. Huge score. That's a flogging. They had a chance to break the record, which was 72 points. Right in front for a field goal, decided to take a knee. Didn't want to break the record. That's not what we came here for, they said. Disgusting. Take the points. Break the record. No one's going to remember why they came there. Yeah. Break the record. Break the record. Day of the week. I hated that. Weak. That's, I don't like that. 70 point, they scored that. 70 points and I think they're weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. No good. Um, Brad Fittler has quit sensationally as the New South Wales Blues coach despite being offered a 12-month extension to remain in the role just last week. So uh, am I right? pretty he, shocking. He wanted two years. Is that correct? And they've just basically said no, one year. Which and- is basically six months because that's how long it takes. Yeah. You know? yep. yeah. So he's out. So who will come in for Fittler? That's, ah. the, that's the big question because mm-hmm. he had a lot of ex-players as part of his, um, I guess, coaching staff mm. and support staff. So, and they've all been sacked. So they've all been sacked. Clean so sweep. It's sort of thing. Who could take well, over? Well, you know the name. You know the name that's being thrown up. It can't be a club coach. Well, it is. Mm. I Rick, just don't. I think Ricky he, Stewart. I yeah, like but it. if you – look, I understand Ricky Stewart because um, Michael Maguire is the assistant coach and can take over. Yeah. But if you are serious about winning a premiership for your club – I don't know if, if coaching origin. Correct. If, Raiders fans would hate that. They would hate it. Oh, um, the Raiders. Look, Maguire <laughs> would do a great job. But I think if we're, we're thinking about former players who could coach the yes. Blues. I think the formula should be mm. you've got to be a former player okay. and you've got to be quintessentially New South Wales. Right. So I'm going with Fletch and Hindy. <laughs> okay. No? Yep. I think they should be a dual role. Bit of a laugh. Like the Walker no, brothers. You watch. The, the players that have a wonderful time in camp. Yeah. You know? So I've Something got, to that. I've got two. Uh, my first one is Bradley Clyde. Yes. Oh, good one. Quintessentially I, yeah, New South I Wales good origin one. Star. 12 games origin. You yeah. know, in his prime was one of the best players in the world. Looks great in a suit too. Yep. Um, just incredible. <laughs> and then I'm thinking outside the box at who's available, which coaches, and I'm thinking Michael Checker. No, he doesn't oh, get no, it. That's too far outside the box. No, he doesn't match. get it. Because I just feel that's not even it's just the vibe. It's Marbo. That's he doesn't not even get it. in the warehouse, let alone outside the box. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that's, I'm sorry. That... <laughs> I'm sorry for having an opinion. No, you can have yours. your opinion. I'm going to throw one up. You Tough. Just, you just did. You threw no, up. No, I'm going to assistant. Okay. No. Okay. Assistant at Fletch and Heine, because there's not enough coaches right. already. Go on. Someone who is tough, played a lot of games for New South Wales, gave his all every time, Luke Lewis. Oh, good one. But can he coach? Who Don't knows? know. He can call. Who thought Mal could coach? <laughs> right? Let's put it out there. Uh, you get on the phone. One triple three five three is the number. Who do you think should be the next coach of the New South Wales Blues? One triple three five three is that number. We'll take your calls after Pearl Jam. I think I'm onto something with Bradley Clyde. I think you are too. Uh, oh, of course you are. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Asking you on 13353, who should be the next New South Wales Blues coach after uh, Brad Fittler quit this week? We just saw Ryan Girdler very briefly. He's on the Saturday Scrum next. Sauntered in. uh, Pretty upset. We didn't mention (laughs) his name. We didn't mention his name. In the candidates. And then we said, do you want to be the coach? He said, nah. No. So 
Gerds is out, so don't say him. One triple three five three. Who do you reckon the prize today is? A Red Rooster Mega Box for the best caller. The Roosters calling you to try a Mega Box at Red Rooster today. It's not just the Mega Box; you'll uh, get hundred dollars to spend as well. Uh, Adam in Menai, who do you reckon? The Johns Brothers. Oh, they don't really talk not to talking, each other. Mate. Team Harmony might be. I know they're not talking, but you've got two freaks of, of individuals. Both play for New South Wales. Well, yes, but you'd think they'd have to, you know, mend some speak. bridges. Yeah. Well, good way to mend bridges on the cans. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> it always is. Good idea. Well, thank you, Adam. Thank you. Uh, Paul in Bondi, what do you think, mate? I think Jeff Toovey. Toovey. Not bad one. Toovey. Yeah. Not bad. Toovey. Yeah. He could have, a, he'd have an inquiry into any. Games that he these bad refereeing. Exactly. It would be ridiculous. It would be fantastic. I've got a couple. I know I've said my piece, but I'm going to throw them out there quickly. Just hold your powder. Oh, I just just one second. I know you. You think you know who the next she New South Wales coach is going to be? Scoop, right? You think no, you've got a scoop? I don't have a scoop. We've put it out to the. Okay. F- let right, them right, say right. on well, one triple three five three. Well, just wait. Here we go. Uh, let's go to Adrian from Matraville uh, very quickly because Candace needs to get her thoughts away. What do you think, yeah. Adrian? Yeah, good morning, guys. I'm thinking Michael Ennis, uh, ex-New South Wales Not Blues bad. player, incredibly passionate, and he's already started his coaching journey. So he'd be, he'd be amazing for it. Michael Ennis, I could see that. That's I could good. see He's that. doing some coaching at Manly, I believe. Yeah. So I wouldn't be too, yeah. too shabby. Uh, what do you think, uh, Jono in Campbelltown? Oh, how are you, guys? I reckon Denny Badiris is the man. Yeah. Well, he was just, he's, he's you know, like he, he, he's an assistant coach somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, but I think I think he's already had a crack at yeah, that. Yeah, he was the assistant. He's just been sacked, I think, from the from the Blues. So yeah, I don't think he's uh, on their list. Mm. Uh, Jim in French's Forest, what do you think? Eddie Jones, but he was looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, mate. He's going to Japan. Uh, Jim, you win uh, hundred dollars to spend there at Red Rooster to try the uh, Rooster Mega Box. The Rooster's calling you to try Mega Box at Red Rooster today. So, so Eddie Jones, assisted by Fletch and Hindy. <laughs> oh, bit of fun. What a carnival. Come on, right. Candace. Come okay. on, tell us who is going to be the next coach well, of the New South Wales Blues. My first two were, I thought, were good, good candidates. Jimmy Dimmick. Jim Dimmick? Jim Dimmick. He did some work with New South Wales yeah. some time ago. Uh, we know he, when he, uh, Ricky Stewart was at the Sharks, he was the assistant coach there. He's done some stuff at the Dogs, up at the Titans. He's, He's not mad. It's no, is that it? Jimmy Dimmick is not mad. Okay. That's no, a no, lock, is it? No. We're well aware he's not mad. No, no, yeah. We we waited all that time for Jim Dimmick. Well, I'm just saying no one else no one else has mentioned him. No, That's I right. did I said Good stuff. How you feel? Beat it. Hey, we've got this on tape too. Yeah. So I cannot wait for the I next coach. I can't wait to get this out. I can't hold yeah. on any longer. One of my three becomes the New South Wales coach. You guys all owe me something. Absolutely. Right. What? An apology. Oh, is that all? You're not going to get that out of him. I'll apologise, but <laughs> yeah. he's, he's never going to do that. Hey, uh, Candace said something I couldn't uh, – she said I couldn't do something last week, and I've gone and done that thing. I'm going to shove it in your face right after this. Oh, really? Triple M. Does that, that, no, that, no, 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 that didn't sound great. <laughs> that did not come Anyway, out. whatever's <laughs> happening is happening next. <laughs> Triple M. The port of call for the big names from every code. Big names. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. We'll preview Richard's race of the day very shortly. Epsom Day at uh, Ranwick. Guess what race? We'll do. Will it be the Epsom? Well, we might look at more than one. Oh. We might look at a couple. Bit of fun yes. with Richard's race of the day. On oh, Richard's races of the day. Out plural. there, wild. Uh, <laughs> let me take you back to last week, and this was off air. I, I thought I had an inkling that Brisbane would beat the Warriors, and I thought, oh, there's been a few 
uh, players that have played for both Penrith and Brisbane. I said, I reckon I can make a whole team of such players. And Candace said, you can't do that. You heard it. You were here. You can't do that. I still don't think you can do it. (laughs) You better not miss one. (laughs) And they better not be playing out of position. This took... mm, this took me several hours. Only one player is playing out of position, and I'll explain. Okay. Right. Here, here we go. Goes. This is this is my ultimate team. Players that have played for both Penrith and Brisbane. My thirteen, uh, both grand final teams this year. Okay. Fullback, we've got Tamari Martin. Okay. Yeah, okay. On the wing, James Roberts. Oh, yes. For both. Yes. Good one. Really good, good one. Here's a name that you'll love, Richard. Sid Domic getting a run in the centres. <laughs> How long has it been since we heard Sid, Sid Domic's name? Sid Domic. Sid Domic getting a run in the centres. I'm Kurt. getting the phone out to Google yeah. some of this. You don't players. have to. I spent hours okay. on Rugby League All right. Project. All right. Hours. Come on, get on with it. Uh, Kurt Capewell, also in yes. the centres. Yeah. You're not going to know this guy's name, but this, this is the one that took me about four and a half hours to find, and he is an outside back. Kieran Meyer played three games for Brisbane in 93 and two games for Penrith in 94. He's my wing. A total of five NRL matches. Five NRL games, but he makes the team. Now, this guy's playing out of position, um, but I think he can do the job. James Seguiaro in at 5'8". Now, if I don't like what I'm seeing after 20 minutes... He goes... he goes back He's to dummy half. No, well, I can't. Well, I don't have a bench. There wasn't 14 players that played for both teams. So I, fe- <laughs> I think I found all 13, but I'm swapping in with Tamari Martin if I don't like what I see okay. after 20 minutes, okay? James Sigo. Peter Wallace is my halfback, okay? I've got Joel Clinton as my prop. Joel Clinton, I guess. Luke Prittis is my hooker. Petro Sivanaseva is my other prop and my captain. Zach Hosking is in the second row. Tavita Pangai Jr., now retired, is my other second rower. <laughs> and locking down the scrum... The great Trevor Gilmeister. Ah, Played for both, yes. Only one season of Penrith, his heart wasn't in it. But he's looking down the scrum. That is the ultimate 13. Have we got a coach? Uh, Anthony Griffin. Bang. Ah, What about that? Come on, come on. That one I give you. Am I right? You've done well. Thank you so much. Proud of you, Brendo. Thank you. That's all I wanted. You spent how many hours on that? So many. I'd say five. (laughs) You've got to get a real job. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) I'll be the judge of that. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. NRL Grand Final, not the only Grand Final happening this weekend. AFL happening today, first bounce at 2pm. The great Jude Bolton previewing it for us after 11. Right now it's Richard's, well it's usually race of the day. We're going races of the day at Randwick. Yes, we're going to have a look at two races today. One is the Epsom Handicap, which is the, you know, the headline event on the mm. day today. The great 1600 metre handicap race, uh, one of the big ones. I can tell you this. It's a nice field, but there's no superimpose in it. Okay. You know, there's, there's no established stars in this well, field. It's very open, Which isn't means it? It anyone is. could win it. It, is, it does, you know, and I think the favourite is currently at about $7. Wow. So uh, Really open. Yeah. There's, there's any number of chances in this race. I'm going to go with something a little bit further down in the weights. Because it's so open, I think maybe a lightweight can win this year. I like that. And... Chris Waller's got six runners, so statistically he's got the best chance of winning it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with one of his. Um, Redina, that's drawn barrier two. Kathy O'Hara in the saddle. And Kathy doesn't ride much for Chris, but when the weights are light, it's got 50 kilos. There's not many jockeys who can ride that weight. And Kathy is one of the, the, the top lightweights. So I think he could win. It's $11 at the moment. Mm. We'll just look at another race only because uh, the Premier Stakes, which is the race before that, is okay. a sprint race on the day. Australia has great sprinters. And this is a very deep field in this race, the Premier Stakes Race 7. Um, but there is one budding superstar in this field. Horse called Think About It. Oh, my God, yes. He's just He's got a picket fence next to his name. He just keeps winning. He finds a way to win. 
He's drawn Barry at two. He's currently at two dollars and firming. And I reckon you'll if he if he rolls up and rocks up in his best form today, you'll see a superstar sprinter. I tell you, I drove past Ramwick huh? on the way here, yeah. and the track looks looked glorious, enormous. It looks so beautiful. Um, it's hell of a day. It's hell looking of a good. day to get out. Wonderful there. day to get out there. But Epsom Day is always a great day, and it's a beautiful afternoon. You'd be out on the lawn mm. there, and they they might sing. You know, do it a bit of a sing song during the day. And oh, what songs do they sing down there? Sweet sing-song. Caroline. Oh, Sweet Caroline's a bit yeah. of fun. I thought they'd do horses. That, no, horses they do make that, sense. They do that at Mooney Valley, Cox Plate. Oh, we don't want they to do always what Melbourne do. I feel like they need to, it's getting a bit long in the tooth. Is that now. your favourite sing along, Sweet Caroline? Uh, tell you what, if you go to Royal Ascot, mm. right, if you ever get a chance to go to England, go to Royal Ascot race meeting, they have. Hours dedicated to the sing song after the last. Yeah, but they love that in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. They, they love they, it. They got, a, they got a band up there. They play all the crowd favourites and everybody, including the Queen, That's sings great. along. Well, not oh, anymore. Not. Well, yeah. <laughs> May she rest in peace. Okay. <laughs> she won't be singing next year. Not this year. I don't think not she next year. No. <laughs> the King might. Yeah, we will. I don't think so. He's still around. He couldn't sing. That's, you don't think? Nah. Okay. That's it, Legends on not Sydney's Charlie Triple M. <laughs> I did see the Queen singing it, though. No, I'm sure you when did. When I was there. When she was alive. Yes. More next hour. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> if it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. More than one grand final this weekend. We previewed the NRL with Petro Sivanasiva earlier. Very shortly, Jude Bolton joining us from the MCG. Heaving down there, sounds like. So we'll catch up with him very shortly. Before we do... Four and twenty. We've been there for it all. Australia's original fan food. The Dead Set Legends Player of the Week. You've picked one this week, Candice Warner. Who is it? Yes, it's Kalen Ponga. Uh, he won the Dallium Medal um, this week, beating Sean Johnson by one point. Little yeah. bit controversial, but well, they changed the voting system, didn't they? It Don't... used to only be three votes. And now they doubled it to six. You can mm. get six votes. Yeah, so it is the first time in 20 years that the Knights have won the Dallium medal with um, hooker Denny Badiris. He claimed the award in 2004, and we know that um, Andrew Johns has won it yes. as well. So did a really good job, and it sort of reminded me as well of how he really carried that side for the back end of the season, mm. quite similar to the 2009 Dallium winner Jared Hayne what he did for Parramatta, getting them to the grand final, and also Ben Barber in 2012 for the Dogs. So an incredible um, season for Kalen Ponga. Uh, but also Tamika Upton, who won Yeah, a Knights double. It was a Knights double. She's also going to be in the grand final. She's fullback at the Knights too, isn't she? Mm. She's going to be yeah. in the grand final tomorrow. Um, I think that game kicks off at 4 o'clock. Yes, it does, yes. We haven't mentioned much about that game, but that's a, the Newcastle versus... Gold um, Coast. Newcastle versus Gold Coast. Gold Coast was un- unreal last week, mm. uh, beating the Roosters 12 nil. Yeah. Um, the Roosters are the best attacking side in the competition, and they were wooden spooners last year, the Titans. So no, no one picked them. Everyone was picking the Roosters last week, and they uh, showed a bit of grit, didn't they? Yes, but going back to it, it is Kalen Ponga this week. Yes. Um, was there controversy? Because, I mean, they were saying Sean Johnson had it stitched up. I, MG um, predicted that Kalen Ponga would win. He did. If you – if it is the it is the biggest individual accolade. So, I mean, Kalen Ponga, it just shows... Do you think Kalen Ponga wasn't a worthy winner, though? I no, that's what was. I mean. It shows yeah, what an influence okay. he had on that Knights team in that run. Sean yeah. Johnson, if you want that individual accolade, you play the last game of the round because he was rested. 
That's right. Yeah, because the calf injury happened yeah. after that, you know. Yeah. So, what do you make of Nico Hines only two points off winning it again? I thought that was interesting. It just oh, shows again how much influence he has at the Sharks. Yeah. Well, I'd say he probably got it in the first, most of that in the first half of the season, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah. Well, and, and then also, I think after round 15, we saw um, Cody Walker leading it. So just the decline of, 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 of his game and South's game as well. Very sad. But well done, Kalen Ponga. Yeah, A worthy indeed. winner. I don't indeed. think there was any controversy. Yeah. Lockie Neal won the Brownlow, by the way. A bit of controversy there. There was too, because they don't think the, coach, uh, the uh, umpires have got any clue. <laughs> no. Who's playing Would well you change the system? Well, I know it's an umpire's award. And it's always been that way, so they probably won't change it. But I think there might be people better placed well, to say who's played well and who hasn't. What about poor Marcus Bontempelli? He's been runners-up twice now, yeah, 2021 uh, and now this year. Rough. Oh, well. Well, hey, well done, Kalen Ponga. We're missing the point. 100%. Player of the week. Thanks for 4 and 20. <laughs> Up there with the Dally M, I would have thought. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's happening in sports, it'll get a run here. The greatest happening in sport. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Big day at a core stadium tomorrow with the NRL Grand Final. Huge day at the MCG two-day AFL Grand Final. It's the Lions taking on the Collingwood Magpies and our mate Jude Bolton doing his best work on Channel 7. A good Good morning, mate. You must be pumped up and about down there. Uh, mate, it's absolute buzz at the MCG. The, the throngs of black and white army are here. It's unbelievable. Collingwood has come out in force, but there's pockets of Brisbane Lions supporters. That, that, that intrepidation, that fear on uh, on grand final day that it could be the best day of your life or it could be a, mm. a really tough day, but uh, it's special here at the MCG. Yes, it sure would be with all those Collingwood fans. You know a Collingwood fan when they've got more fingers than teeth. Here we go. There it is. No, no, I I will support anyone but Collingwood. But back to the actual match here, Jude. Collingwood haven't been in quite the same form, I don't think, that Brisbane has over the last quarter of the season. Would that be fair? Yeah, the scoring's dropped off a little bit, Rich. Just, uh, just a little bit, but uh, they've found a way. Under under Craig McRae, they've got this incredible belief. I just can't believe that, you know, in, in, in games under uh, 10 points, they've, they're 14-2 and two under him. So they've just got an ability to stay in there and hang in there and, and grit it out. And that's sometimes what you need to do on a grand final day. It might not be your best day, but you might just have to find a way to, to scratch and fight and get through for a win. Jude, um, Collingwood played... Brisbane in round four. Brisbane won that game. Um, it was up at the Gabba. Now, it's going to be a very different story because Brisbane don't play that well away from mm. home. No, they don't lose at home, do they? They, well, they didn't no. this year. So, And I think they've only played at the MCG twice this year. Uh, it's, it's going to be one hell of a match. It's a huge match. And you're right, Candice. I mean, their biggest crowd this year was 45,000 uh, uh, in front of um, a Carlton found Brisbane Lions. So... You know that, that I mean, they're going to face a hundred thousand people here at the MCG today, and it's it's what the Pies fans regularly play in front of. They know that pressure. They know the the way the crowd rides every bump. So um, they've got to overcome that, and that's that's going to be the tough thing. If they can get over the top of that and and really settle well, it's going to be a hot day at the MCG, one of the hottest in recent memory. So. Uh, it's all all ahead of us. For the casual fan or neutral observer, uh, Jude, what are some of the key matchups or, or the players to watch the Savo? What are we looking for? Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how Jordy Degoe plays. He, he was outstanding in the prelim final. He cut uh, uh, the Giants apart out of the middle, and um, so I expect the likes of Josh Dunkley to go to him. He's a he's a great two way runner for the for the Brisbane Lions. He played on Patrick Cripps last week, and 
he's able to put that defensive effort in and then get after it. And then I look at just either ends and, and also the ruck. So the ruck jewels, uh, Mason Cox, the, the American who's, who's uh, been so, so well touted over the journey. He's up against Oscar McInerney. So um, you've got Darcy Moore in defence. He's got to take on either you know, Eric Hipwood or Joe Danaher. So it's, uh, it's going to be a fascinating day. Jude, you're part of the Norm Smith medal panel. He's working hard today, isn't he, Jude? Yeah, yeah. A few roles. Now, Media duties, judging. I don't know if you're allowed to say, but who would you... <laughs> well, what's, your, what's his judging criteria? That's what I want to know, because yeah. he has to be impartial. What are you looking for, Jude? No, I, I, I leverage just obviously my eye on the game and then, um, you know, I'll make sure, like, I, I don't take stats to hold, hold uh, every time, but it just sometimes validates actually that person did have a bit of an impact through that quarter when it was a, an important piece. So I'll, I'll sort of just judge it you know, impartially as, as I like to do. And um, it's just a real privilege to be a part of the Norse panel. And just like, you know, judging the Life Churchill medal or something like that, just to have that honour and, mm. Let's let's just say there's going to be feedback afterwards uh, from all of the fans either way. It <laughs> always is, yeah. Anyone ever agrees with you? <laughs> Dacos, I reckon Dacos. And will you be rocking along with Kiss? Oh, oh look, yeah, they'll be fantastic on the big stage. I think you know they they, they really did it well. The fact that they had the uh, the the makeup, they go into makeup for three hours, would you believe, before any show, uh, and you know. That, that means you can be 78, 80, 80 years old and <laughs> put a lacquer of makeup on. Yeah. You've got to fill in a few wrinkles yeah. there. Jude, um, <laughs> Jude puts, uh, goes into the makeup room for three hours and do his radio show. So Hopefully the makeup yeah. doesn't melt off well, their face. I hope they get through it because two of them have had hip operations. <laughs> that's, that's how old we're talking here. With They'll this. be great, though. It's going to be a hell of a, a centrepiece on Channel 7 today. That's where you can catch Jude Bolton. Uh, good luck with your media duties, your judging. I don't know if you're doing some retail after the game. Yeah. <laughs> you're going down the retail. We, we, need, we need a tip and a score. Oh, of course we do, Jude. Yeah, no, I'm tipping the Brisbane Lions by 13 points. Yeah, we like that. Count the Lions. Uh, turnover game is fantastic. They've got Charlie Cameron left a few goals out there in the prelim final. I think he's expected to have a big game. And, you know, I think they've just got uh, uh, weapons forward of the footy. Candace is on the pies. Disgusting areas. Well, you know what? Darcy Moore, he missed that 2018 decider. He's going to lead the team today. Yeah. And I think the pies are going to be too What do you good. expect from someone who supports yeah, South? Gross. <laughs> just gross. <laughs> uh, Jude Bol- Bolton, we know you're really busy today. So thanks for your time, mate. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. See you, Jude. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Will you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Oh, Wallabies woes. What about this? Uh, rugby Australia boss Hamish McLennan has conceded there is a standing offer from Japanese rugby to poach Wallabies coach Eddie Jones, but insists Jones is not interested in the role. Well, he'll get interested in the role if they <laughs> ditch him. You know? This is why he wouldn't come out and say, oh, no, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I'm going to be at, at Australian rugby. But you know what? Why should you ask him that? If a bloke is possibly going to get sacked, mm. why would he rule something out, another job? Mm. Just unreasonable. I'm surprised that there's not more talk on Hamish McLennan. I mean, he needs to step down. Well, he mightn't be the only one because Eddie had to, had to have, it's not had the support Eddie's of fault. the board to That's do right. this. He had to have. The board wouldn't have allowed this mm. if, if they didn't think, okay, let Eddie have his head. Anyway, it ended in disaster. But Hamish is very excited about some prospects and opportunities heading towards the 27 of course uh, he World is. Cup. So he'd like to be there uh, for that. Of course, you know? he, of course he'd like to be there. But <laughs> the problem is with rugby, it's been on a steady decline for about 20 years now. How... 
they produce all these amazing schoolboys, but the problem is they're going to league. Mm. What are well, they going to do to try to to keep them? Well, I don't. I think it's the whole structure of Australian rugby just doesn't work. And Australian rugby following rises and falls on the back of the national team. If the Wallabies also, are going well, rugby's going well. Yeah. If they're not going well, yeah, but they need to. They, they need gone well to for twenty years. Improve the grassroots, the development program, everything. It's not just the top. It's 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 everything. I mean, yeah, I you just, look at that game that they lost. There's there's no leadership. Yeah, they didn't know what they were doing. It's just it's look. Not good. I think rugby's got a tremendous challenge. Parents not really enamoured with their kids playing rugby as much anymore. Certainly some parents are, but a lot of parents aren't because obviously it suits the Islander kids who grow quicker, bigger. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You you don't want the little kid in the team getting built, you know, bashed by kids twice his size, even though he's the same age. Well, they've uh, they've tabled a two-year offer to Roosters bench forward Angus Crichton. So it looks like he might be heading back because the Roosters have said, you're free to, free to check it out if you like. $1.6 million over two years. But this is what I'm saying that, they should be able to keep those. He started with rugby and mm. went to NRL. They need to be able to keep. Retain, yeah. They need to be able to retain them. We saw Cam Murray, Dane Gagai. I mean, all these incredible players. Mm. Yes, but it was only a decade ago or so that we were seeing players flowing in the other direction from league to rugby. That's true. Yeah. There, was a, there was a glut of them too. You yeah. do forget. Oh, yeah. Dell. Wendell. And, yeah. Um, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Rogers. They had the money back then. Andrew though. Walker. There was a there was a plethora of them. Mm. Yeah, rugby had money. It just doesn't now. No. Yeah. Let's head over to the subcontinent. You've got some news out of India. Ah, yes. Meanwhile, in India, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? They had a, an athletics competition uh, recently that ended in absolute farce. Only one. <laughs> what happened was they mm. all gathered to have the big athletics competition, and the Indian drug testing agency turned up. Yeah. So they only ended up with one competitor in the 100 metres and he was allegedly ran off after crossing the line Unreal. with the drug the drug testers in hot pursuit. Wow. Uh, it, it ended in absolute farce and that wasn't the only event that ended up with like one competitor in it. I don't know what they're doing in India, but as soon as the drug testers turned up, yeah. they all scattered. I well, know what not... they shouldn't be doing in India. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they're not known for their for their sprinting, are they? You think about the Olympics and you, I don't think I've ever seen an Indian <laughs> sprinter. Make, sprinter. Yeah. Well, well, he went, he was going long distance after, well, after that right. run. I'll tell you exactly. that much. They couldn't stop him. Mm. Um, let's head over to the NFL. What about this? Uh, you'll hate this, Richard. <laughs> I know what you love and hate these days. A rumoured romance between Kansas City Chiefs Travis Kelsey and global superstar Taylor Swift has proven to be a, a prudent business move. Well, I don't know if it's rumoured. It seems to be confirmed well, after I've all the rumoured because I don't know. Okay, this is all the right. thing. But no, you, no, let's get Candace's yeah, view Yeah, you on tell this. us. You, you tell, tell us, us what, what you saw in Taylor's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, demeanour. Well, she was in the in the box with, I think, his mother. and At a Kansas City game. At a wow. Kansas City game. And there was you don't meet m- the mother. Millions of eyes <laughs> on this game, yep. millions of people watching, and she just happened to almost make their um, romance official. That's the yes. thing. Yes. You know See, what it's done? You don't, Spiked a business. It, you don't usually meet the mother no. until you've you know hit a home run. Have a go at some of these stats business-wise. There's been a 400% spike in Travis Kelsey's J, uh, jersey sales. Um, Kelsey's podcast is now number one overall on Apple. He got 383,000 extra Instagram followers in one day. Probably all Taylor Swift fans. 63% jump in female viewers aged 18 to 49 of the oh. NFL. So it's been good for Trav. Real good for him. Yeah. Not so much. I don't know what Taylor's getting out of this. (laughs) Well, 
She no. might get a new, well. <laughs> if they break up, she'll get a new number one hit yeah, because she'll huge write record. about it. Yeah, yes. yeah. I see. You're playing the long game yes. there. Very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Need some heartbreak in her life. Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Anderson's Quiz. Huge. Massive. And do you know what's even more massive is that it's grand final weekend, so we're doing a grand final quiz. Yes. Wow. How good. Okay. This is good. So, Richard, I'm you excited. should go better today. <laughs> yeah. um, Richard, you're up against John. John, how are you going? Yeah, good. Thanks, Candice. How are you? Really I'm good. Feeling like a winner, Johnny. Yeah, I reckon I can get this. Yeah, I most do people too. can, John. <laughs> and right. most people competitors. <laughs> so you know how it works. I asked yeah. Richard the first question. Yeah. If you need help, Brendo's there to help yeah. you. Yes, um, indeed. I don't get We also help. do the extra question at the end, your names of the buzzer. But before we do that, I would like to ask you, who's going to win the grand final tomorrow? Ah, uh, the Panthers. Well done. No, no, that's wrong. No. No, no, Brent, Are you Brent, serious? Brent, Brent would agree with me. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, stop it. All day, baby. All right, Richard. Hey, that was some great pre-quiz banter as well. That's like proper yeah. game show host stuff there. Well yeah. done. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. More than welcome. All right, Richard, you're up quiz. first. <laughs> Penrith have won the last two premierships. What was the score in oh. last year's win over the Para Eels? <laughs> what was the score? Yes. Come on, we ran away with it, and then they clawed back a little bit at the end. <laughs> 26-18. Oh, close. 28, no, 28-12. Close. So you were really close. But that no was a good cigar. Effort. No. no. Mm. All right, John. Go, Johnny. When did Brisbane Broncos last win the NRL Premiership? Brisbane Broncos, was it 2006? Yes. Bang. 17-year drought for them. They're a very proud club. It's been a very long time. Let's just get this over with. (laughs) All right, Richard, when was the last time the Brisbane Lions and Collingwood played against each other in an AFL grand final? Uh, That was when, that was one of the Brisbane three-peat ones, wasn't it? I believe it it was, yes. Yeah, that that was early 2000s, I don't know, 2008. Richard, you you were on the right track. It was uh, like... 2003. Yeah. You said early, only, so I thought he could have it. Only yeah. five years out. Still heaps far off. Um, all right, John, you get this. You win this question. Huge. If you get this question right, you win. All, all right? right and and what, what is he playing for today? Yeah, it's a really good question. Just what, ask what is him. he winning today? <laughs> Just ask him first and then... Uh, what would you like, John? Brennan oh, will give you anything. Harvey Norman voucher. Oh, I don't know uh, if it's that don't today. Know, don't know. Don't know. But I will ask no, you the question. You can't have that. Okay. Jeez. All right, John. <laughs> Uh, if the Penrith Panthers win on Sunday, how many will they have won? How many Panthers, Yeah, how many uh, premierships in their history? Yeah, I think it's in a row or just all up. No, in no, their all history, up. all up five. Yes, thank you. We like that. Well done, John. Yep. After this, yes. Yeah, you know a lot about Penrith. Thanks, Are you a Penrith no, supporter? Pleasure, John. No, I'm a cousin of Parramatta. Yeah. Oh, wow. The Sydney Kings a season just two weeks away. Tickets are already selling fast. You can get yours today from Ticket Tech to see the defending champions. You don't have to buy them. You've got some, my friend. Enjoy. Thank you. Thanks, Brendo. Uh, More I don't mind getting beaten by someone who's you know appears to be genuinely knowledgeable. Yeah. He's good. John, you can come back anytime you like. Okay. Thanks, Candice. No worries. Next time we have a, a Harvey Norman voucher, we'll we'll give you a call. <laughs> no dramas. Good stuff. <laughs> The Dead Set Legend. Isn't it supposed to be the first one who calls in? You know, you're going to compromise it like that? Yeah, but I like John. Yeah, 100%. Oh. He's an intelligent man. This is not how it Real cash runs. for comment. Yeah. Candace. <laughs> Game, and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. 
Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Yeah, the great man. You won't miss a, mo- a minute of his podcast, Rusty's Garage Podcast, if you listen on the Listener app. That's where you can find it. The great man, Greg Rust, joins us. Morning, Rusty. Morning. One week till the great race at Bathurst. That's what footy finals means. It means... A great week for lovers of oh. AFL and league, but a one week to Bathurst. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't one wait man. to get that in. Could yeah, you? <laughs> next weekend marks the 60th anniversary of that great race. Uh, how will the sport celebrate the milestone? Lots of great things already, Candice. So we're, we're going back through the archives and celebrating some of the magic moments, some of the moments that have, um, you know, split the view of fans along the way. There's emotional stuff like um, Jamie Wincup and Craig Lowndes winning in 2006, just weeks after the passing of Peter Brock. Um, fans might remember when Brock swapped cars back in 1983 when you could do that under the rules. His own car had an issue, so he swapped to the team's second car. So lots of reminiscing. And then separately, because I know Richard is a little bit tight with his money, the Royal Correct. Mint has released a 50-cent commemorative coin. Of course it's so 50 go, cent. Go. <laughs> uh, it, It's his least favourite coin. My least favourite coin, yeah. the one that should be barred. That's, that's anyway, it. Yeah, it's, it's a good-looking coin, too. No, it's, you seen? it's a good-looking coin. No 50-cent really pieces. Yeah. <laughs> well, is there, a, is there a team or a pairing that starts favourite there, Rusty? Because it's, it's such a long race, it's hard for the bookies to narrow it down. It really is. Some of the numbers I've seen so far look at Shane Van Gisbergen um, and Richie Stanaway, his, his um, co-driver. They'll be a good combo. But the most recent race, the Sandown 500, they didn't have a great lead-up. So, mm. so Shane was just sort of a bit off colour. So I think they'll be strong at Bathurst. Um, obviously, their teammates that won the 500, Brock Feeney and Jamie Wincup, they'll be in, uh, in white-hot form. But you're right. It's the race where, I mean, Neil Crompton, the voice of the sport who, you know, going back over the years with Dougie Mulray, he was a part of the Triple M family. Hmm. He often says in the call, you've got to buy a ticket to the last 20 or so laps of that race. It's so important. So you've got to play your cards right on the day. Max Verstappen, well said. he has bolted <laughs> off in front in the F1 Drivers' Championship. He's, what, he's more than 150 points in front. Always plenty of them there. But what about Oscar Piastri? That was a... He's starting to live up to the uh, expectation, I think. He did a really good job. He was a hard marker on himself there in Japan, Richard. He didn't feel like he executed the race uh, perfectly, but they timed a pit stop very well. Um, It's his first proper podium in the sport. And I think, as we talked about on last week's show, it it kind of uh, vindicates their decision to extend his contract through to 2026. Everything that they're seeing that he's doing um, away from the track, in the car, with the engineers... Um, points to good things for this guy. And you know what sport's like. When you get a little bit of sugar like that, when you get your first podium, it, it, uh, it, it's, a, it's a good stepping stone onto the next phase. So he's, he's away now for you're sure. You're either spiralling up or you're spiralling down. There's very few opportunities in professional sport to hover, is there? Well, you, you uh, I, I, are you on the open line today, mate? Are you on the, uh, the on the soapbox? Are you? <laughs> uh, hey, guess what, Rusty? I'll see you in in person next week at the great you, race. You are going to do a super job there too, my oh, friend. Enjoyed it. It's a great, it's a great experience, and it's um, you know, an unbelievable event. We're going to have so going. much fun. We'll we'll yeah, hold we'll I've, hold hands during the next uh, motorsport update. I've been to a lot of sporting <laughs> events, and it's the one thing that I haven't been to made it that so I good. Want to go oh, really? To. Yes, you've not been up on the mountain. I've never been. Oh, you'd love it. 
Oh, it's so good. Take go. your slab up there and I bury just want, it. No, I just want to see the last 20. Now that you've told it. me this, you've just yeah. got to see the last 20 laps, that's just what I well, want. Well, you usually <laughs> go and bury the slabs, uh, Rusty, but you've buried a whole <laughs> bunch of Glenn Fittich up there, haven't you? You're going to show me your secret stash. <laughs> Do you know what, though? No matter what sport you follow, when you, when you go there, it is just one of those uh, sporting venues where you stop – and you're kind of in awe because people don't realise how much elevation there is, how tight, how difficult it is to drive. What, what they'll do for 161 laps next Sunday is pretty special. It's a cracking experience. Uh, and we do this update all thanks to Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. I'll see you next week, Rusty. Take care, gang. See you. Bye. Bye. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Richard's List of Grievances. Thought I'd do something about the grand final because I can guarantee you, you will hear through the course of the afternoon <laughs> some hackneyed old crusty cliches oh, you hate this. that commentators can't help but bring out. Yes. Let's start with my all-time favourite, Big Bopper. Big Bopper's great. The dumbest hackneyed oh. old thing. No, it's not. Named like after Big... some old 1950s American... Singer, hey, he died tragically. That? James Richardson, did you know that? That and was the day the music died. Do you, do you remember one song that this man made famous? Mm. I can tell you one: Chantilly Lace. Except the word is Chanty. Oh, okay, you got and it wrong. He got it wrong. Okay. Anyway, don't use that. I, don't like use, I use it. Do not use up and about. What <gasps> the did. hell does that mean? I've been saying it all day. I'm up and about. I'm feeling good. That's such a dumb saying. Up and about. They're all up and about. So, you know what? This is. They didn't I'm, turn up. They didn't turn up. There's another one. We've had oh, such a good show. They've come to play down. today. They've come to play. They have. Of course they've come to play. That's their job. <laughs> you that just need true. to watch the NRL grand final on mute. Oh, it'll be yeah. a game of two halves. Well, of course, there are two halves. You know what? That's I'd the love. nature of the half. Next year, I want you to commentate the grand final. What, in hackneyed cliches? No, in, in the way you would do it. And I want to. Uh-oh. I want to hear the difference. Yeah, I know. This Uh-oh. is what. Yeah, I want to hear the way you do it. And if any cliche shut expression up, gets through, shut up, Brennan. Oh, I will nail you to the wall. That's never going to happen. Okay. I'm speechless. I know. It's he's. Just, ru- I'd say he's ruined the show. You've ruined. He's the ruined show. the show. Yes. <laughs> the ultimate goal. Oh. He's done it. Beat it, Rich. Um, AFL Grand Final first bounce from two Saturday scrum Come last the of the year. Oh, disgusting! No. If the show hadn't already been ruined, you've ruined it yeah. further. Oh. That stinks. Saturday. Yes. No one goes for the pies anywhere else but Collingwood. Yeah, it's I disgusting. Am.